0: Hello and welcome to the Daddy Issues Podcast with me, Dom Hatton-Woods, and of course my dad, Andy Hatton-Woods. A podcast where I talk to my dad about his terrible parenting in an attempt to resolve my daddy issues. Oh, here it is, episode two, we're doing it. Episode two of the Daddy Issues Podcast. People said we couldn't do it, but we did it. And in this episode, I interview my dad on his time in prison. And I think my dad forgot this is being recorded, so he said loads of the people's names he was in prison with and people that helped him commit the crimes. So that's why some parts are beeped out. Because I just really don't think this podcast is worth having the hell's angels turn up my house. Anyway, that's the admin out of the way. Let's crack on with the episode.
1: And
2: we're on. How are you how are you doing, Dad? Yeah, I'm okay. Good. <laughs> <What about> you? <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm fine.
2: Well, In fact, George George and I, George and I do this every time I, I phone her. Up. She goes, I say hi. She says, "You're right." And I go, "Yeah, you're right." Okay. Yeah. And it's like it's like yeah, probably need to come up with something more original than "You're right, you're
1: right." <laughs> George, George what is like think. my sister. What 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 we been doing? Anything exciting? Because we don't really, really talk much outside of this.
2: I've been, I've been at, at Ma- Matt Matt Okay, it's design studio putting plasterboard up today, so That's not good. massively exciting.
1: Can I just, you know, if we do get viewers for this, you, they don't know who George and Matt Hellier are.
2: That's why I said your sister. Did you? Yeah, I said Georgine, your sister. I don't think you do. Okay, maybe I forgot. So it you'll, have to, you'll have to, you'll have to, you'll have to, you put the lines in okay but okay i should say that i was was working at a design studio putting plasterboard up
1: yeah good (laughs) glad glad we got that out of the way right let's start sure so we're going to talk about your your time in um prison and i haven't really spoken to you about this this that much so how long was it you because you've been twice right
2: yeah the first time it was ironic the first time so i i actually got two years Okay, but because of the rules at the time, because you got one third off for probation, I think one third off for good behaviour, so actually only served when, eight when, months. when was this? Oh, God, it was, I, I think Georgina was about she was about... No, 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 I, no, I was, no, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, no, was the second time, I was 25 years old.
1: Yeah. For eight months. Yeah. In which prison?
2: Well, first of all, I went to Dorchester, which is you kind of Dorchester. I mean, now prisoners have in the cells they have toilets and toilets and basins and stuff like that. But Dorchester was um, was a really old Victorian prison, and they didn't even have toilets and basins in in the uh, in the cells. So you, you kind of used to get the, 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 to all intents and purposes like a bucket, okay, oh, okay, to obviously do your stuff in, and then you used to have to empty it out.
1: And then how would you? In, would they give you toilet rod to wipe your ass and stuff?
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess that was available. Yeah.
1: And how long would you have to spend in the cell?
2: Well you you could I mean there there was at the time there was uh it was an awful lot of I think because I think the government was understaffed at the time, so you probably spent sixteen, 16 hours a day in the cell. Wow. I mean unless unless you had a job or, or did education or something like that. So I used to do basic education because I was too lazy to work.
1: Yeah. And you I, I thought this, what would you do in the cell though? Just sit there.
2: Just read well you are allowed radios and you're allowed to obviously read, so I just used to at the time because I'm dyslexic, as you know, so um my my reading age was was probably not great, so I thought so I, I'd, I'd get people to send me kind of books in that were that were more appropriate, to probably teenagers okay uh so they weren't too complex, and I just started reading an awful lot until I got much better at reading, and then I started reading proper books
1: oh yeah. Well,
2: wow. oh, this Britain is the radio too. Read. And what did uh-huh. you
1: what did you go for the first time, you tell us?
2: That was for conspiracy to defraud, which Trump's purpose was, my, bro- my brother had a failing business, he had a factory making kitchens, and uh, and it wasn't doing too well. And he attempted to burn it down himself, but that didn't go down too well because the fire brigade put it out too quickly. Really? So he said, yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah, yeah, there, yeah. there must I'll- have
1: been a lot of wood in that building, wasn't
2: there? Oh God, yeah, yeah. Um, Dude, but, he was no, really I, bad at it. I, well, obviously terrible. I didn't even know. I wasn't even aware he'd done it. I thought it, it was genuine fire. Yes. And then he said, "Could you do it for me?" Okay. And uh, so yeah, we sort of we 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 went about we went about it in a slightly different way.
1: What? How did you? How...
2: Well, I, I, I at the time I was working with a guy called, and he was a Londoner, and he was a bit. He was a bit. Uh, he's a bit woo. Okay, so bit what? he was a. Uh, were what does that mean were were like he's he, he was a bit dodgy okay, okay so so i he said what what you do, doing is he said you basically they probably shouldn't say this he said you're gonna light a fire if you're gonna, if you if you're gonna light a fire what you need to do is obviously not be there when it goes up so he said you get a candle and a candle gives you an hour an inch so for example if you want to give yourself a if you want the fire to go off in three hours time you'd obviously make sure the candles were three inches high okay and and then, obviously, in three hours' time, it, the candles would be set in some combustible-type substance, okay, and then, bush, whoosh, there it would go.
1: And wasn't it a while before you were caught?
2: Yeah, yeah, the, 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 the reason was, was um, it's only me, my brother, who gave me the advice, okay, and my brother's newly wedded wife. Okay, those are the, were the only people who knew. Um, but then decided to fall out with and get divorced and then she went to the police no fuck. And, and gave evidence against us. So that was that. But
1: they're not still together, are they? Because you said no. newly, newly at the time. Yeah, but what,
2: what? Then, Yeah, they, they, I think he was only married for a year.
1: Okay. And you got, did he go to prison?
2: Yeah, he went and for did, four years.
1: And you split the money?
2: No, 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 no. I, I think he just, I, I kind of, it sounds bizarre, but I think at twenty-five you do crazy stuff. And it's just I'm digressing, but I was just reading a book about, again, probably not massively popular, about Vladimir Putin. Okay. And and he he once worked for the FSB, which is the equivalent of the CIA. Okay. And he was he was renowned for having a very low sense of um consequence. Okay. So I guess he was quite a risky person. So I guess that's probably to a large extent very much like me i have a very low sense of consequence okay but you didn't so... get any
1: money for this
2: well, i got i got a kitchen i got five grand out of it or something like that so fuck all really i, I probably yeah. didn't even i don't remember getting the kitchen uh, <laughs> i mean have probably got something but yeah. it it went drastically wrong so
1: mm. and what was it like when you got did you get did they, they just come to the door one day and cuff you
2: yeah they they well no, the first thing they do is they, they sort of they come and take you away for questioning they don't there's I mean again that's all sort of that's all a little bit American you know, generally police don't handcuff people okay unless unless there's a real reason to so they come and say uh, we come to take would like you to escort us to the police station for questioning and then and then no you're not handcuffed at all you're handcuffed when you sort of get moved from one prison to another yeah. okay but not in police custody uh-huh. It's all quite civil.
1: But what, how was it? How did it feel when they came? Because you you'd never had any interactions with the police prior to that, had you? No,
2: I think I mean it's obviously it's 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 fairly petrifying, but again, I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't, I I don't, I, I pro, I'm not. I mean, I've I've never really ever lost a night's sleep over anything, so I don't. I and I always think well you know what will be or be whatever so that's that so i don't i don't really worry about too much
1: But you must have been a bit when they said you're going to prison must have been a bit
2: well they don't say that initially because obviously the whole process is you get arrested they charge you and then they release you on what's called bail and then and then we went to court and that took about probably 6 to 8 months right. Okay, before we went to court because it was because we weren't we weren't not guilty we simply didn't do it without a very good case and could get away with it. And uh and and then we eventually got a guilty verdict. And then at that point, then they take you into custody. Okay. And then they bring you back into court later to sentence you.
1: But mm. what was it like when they sentenced you?
2: I guess it's well, but because it I think I'd been in prison for two, a week to two weeks anyway. I think the initial obviously going to prison is is that's a petrifying experience because it's the unknown and you think jesus christ what is this is going to be like and i think i think again we sort of watched all these crap films okay whether it's whether it's i can't think of them but whether it's sort of english prisons or american prisons but i think everyone believes that that prisons are full of of um of a lot of ethnic people okay doing doing weights in in, in the exercise yard and 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 stabbing each other with sharpened toothbrushes and it's just not like that
1: so what was it like
2: well it's it's i guess it's because you again principally it's all men okay so generally men understand men okay there's no so you don't have those sort of uh you slept with my girlfriend okay she said this your your wife is a bitch okay so well it it is but
1: whose girlfriend's in prison (laughs)
2: Well no, i was yeah. saying on the outside, well, there's there's when you get oh, men and women, okay, in the mix, it's a lot, it's an awful lot more complicated. When it's just men, okay, it's like it's like an all-boys school or an all-girls school. They're a lot less complicated than they are when they become when they become, you know, it's what's it called? Um, when they're multi-sort of sexes. But it's it's just like it's just like being in a I mean, I went to boarding school for a bit, not long, because I didn't like it, but it's just like a boarding school. It's really not so, a lot different. But
1: if you didn't like boarding school, because you quite liked prison, didn't
2: you? I, yeah, I thought, I thought, well, I, I think, uh, yeah, I thought prison was okay. I thought, um, because it, it's, I quite like my own company anyway, and I do base, I do basic education, which got me out of the cell for probably, I think, four to six hours a day. Basic education I found really useful. So things like, because I wasn't, I, I sort of, I left school at fifteen because. I think I've said before, my birthday's in August. So I was the youngest in my class and I just couldn't wait to get out of school. I hated school. So, but then you sort of go into the real world and you think, Jesus, you know, I, I probably should have worked a bit harder. It's, I don't know the basics here. So I just use that as an opportunity just to kind of make myself a bit more literate and a bit more what are the, what the literate and what the other one with literacy but maths, which I can't think of. Yeah, I don't mind. It is over. Yeah, I, I I a prison, I mean the food was a bit crap, but uh they had gyms, okay. So you would go to the gym for an hour a day, that was good. And and it's just full of normal people. I mean, some some from you get the sort of you get levels of of people who sleep on the streets and they just come in for Christmas, okay, or well, they commit crimes to come in for Christmas because it's better. Right up to I don't oh, know. People can do that. Homeless
1: people. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, d- the they, d- they, d-
2: they just commit a crime. Well, probably a week. Oh, right. They
1: can't okay. just come in. I to... <laughs> no, you can't. You can't oh, put yeah. yourself
2: in. It's not. It's not. It's not like. It's not like a travel lunch yeah, yeah. okay? <laughs> and a free. I think that's called a hostel. Um,
1: that would kind of make sense for as a homeless person to just commit a crime to get into
2: prison, wouldn't it? Well, I, I've got no idea why you wouldn't. It, it's yeah. given the choice of sleeping in the street, okay, or or being in prison with free meals a day, no bills, warm bed. Okay, uh, clean clothes. Okay, and you can obviously buy. You know, you can go and buy cigarettes, etc., etc. They got they got a can. They kind of got a little canteen where you can buy stuff. I okay, steal because get...
1: then if you if you don't get arrested, you just have a load of money.
2: that's brilliant. Yeah, I, I've got. Sure. Like, I think I think people do. So, but yeah, it's, it seems like why would you live like that when you could be in prison? Okay, living an alright life.
1: Mm, yeah, quite right. And then, so the, you made a friend in prison. The bike. No, no, no. So you went. You've been twice haven't you yeah
2: so 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 I went from Dorchester Dorchester, because normally okay someone like me would got allocated to um and either cat you get A's B's and C's I was in a B okay but that was that was what's called a kind of an allocation prison.
1: what does C person have to have done
2: no a category A prison category B prison category C if you
1: were in a B what would a C because your crime was pretty low level
2: Yes, well, see, see, what that's the point. Is I'm coming to that. So then, then from a B, okay, you know, B's for fairly hardened criminals. Okay, so there's lifers and there's a lot of lifers and and people have done quite bad things in Category B prisons. Okay, Category a prisons are the worst or the most the most dangerous people, and and it's all based on security. So Category B, Category B might have two. It might have, for example, uh, wall. Uh, an area where the officers walk another fence. Area where the officers walk another fence. So, so it might have. It's just going to have a lot more security. Whereas a category C has less security. Okay, it, it's category C normally has an outside wall and you have free movement inside. So you've got your own rooms and keys and stuff like that. Category C has no fences at all. So a category C, if you want to leave it, you can leave it. It's up to you. But obviously, if you get rearrested, you'll go back into a B. Okay, so I went from a I went from a B to a D category D, B. where I went from a category B to a category D. So I got I got moved to a category B D prison, which was in Lay Hill just outside Bristol, which was just fantastic. They had a farm. <laughs> yeah, they got a farm, they got a massive, you know, you have your own rooms, own keys. Okay. And uh and and you can you can during the day you can put it you can well, obviously you will have to work but you can literally go wherever you want within the confines of the prison mm. and then at night you're kind of locked in your wing but if you want to make a cup of coffee or get a piece of toast they've got a kitchen
1: that sounds fucking great
2: it's really good it's like yeah. it's much more it's much more like a university that type of and then i did computer programming there so that was um yeah it's brilliant
1: but then you've been to prison two separate times haven't you Yeah. So what was
2: this? What talk tell, tell about the second time? Well, I think that the problem with it, the it's what what prisons tend to be is they tend to be incubators for, okay, for teaching people how to commit more crime or mm. or because you're surrounded by surrounded by prisoners and Category Ds are generally full of people who committed fraud, okay, so so you kind of you get talking to them you think oh that's a good idea I could do that or because I think I met a few people who are who are landlords. Okay, and they'd sort of they built up their sort of their rental portfolio via for, for getting fraudulent mortgages, okay, and all sorts of other sort of um, type type of fraud fraudulent crimes. So I came out and I thought, yeah, that's great. I'm just going to buy a load of property and get a load of fraudulent mortgages in other people's names, okay, or my own name, and I just I just lie about the income and stuff like that.
1: And then you went back for how long?
2: Uh, well, ironically, I got 21 months this time, so I got a less of a sentence. But because the sentencing laws have changed, you had to do half your sentence, so I had to do nine months.
1: In a category,
2: I went straight. I went to category C this time.
1: Okay. So when was it you met this guy that was the biker?
2: Oh, that was that was in that was in a place called the Vern in on Portland in just just next to Weymouth and uh, and that was that was yeah so i was in i was in the verne which that's that's a, that a c okay. okay so c is outside a big outside wall but free movement within the prison okay and first of all, I was in the dormitories and the dormitories were these sort of yeah i think about eight of us or yeah, i think eight okay and it was first of all as in the dormitories for maybe a month maybe two it's hilarious he used to, all he used just play cards OK, and, and gamble Mars bars or Snickers bars or stuff like that. But you'd sort of go and have a shower, come back, and and the entire contents of your cubicle, mattress, all your clothes, pid- pillow bedding. They're hidden. OK, you just want to go to bed. OK, yeah. so it was just, it was hilarious. But it was like, oh, I can't do this anymore. So one night I got so pissed off with it, I went to see the officer at the desk. And I said, I, said, I used to call them Gov. OK, I said, Gov, I need a room. He said, go and see them tomorrow. So, so they allocated me a room and I, I got this room. They're all sort of painted greyish. And, uh, and I thought, God, it's a bit, mattress is a bit shit and it's a bit, the paintwork's a bit grubby. So I walked down to the desk, the main desk, and I said, I said, can you get my room repainted, please? And they said, yeah, okay. <laughs> and they moved no, really? me to another like, yeah it was like they moved me to another room for about a week and repaint it and I said kind of a new mattress they said yeah we'll order you one I'm thinking and I had a key <laughs> to the room it's so like your own keys I'm thinking this is fucking brilliant okay yeah. what, what 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 and I I did my I I worked in the joinery shop and I did my mvq in carpentry and joinery it was just it was I thought this is just Fantastic. They had a TV downstairs. Okay. And yeah, it's all right. I remember I remember I was in there for Christmas. Okay. And I'm a bit snowing. Okay. At Christmas you used to get a full a full English and uh, and it was a bit better. Hmm. Like the a, food like was a, a bit crap. Other than that, it's all right. Yeah. But, what, uh, but anyway, so that's yeah. where that's where I met this guy and I was in the queue. You used to have you used to have these, did not have plates, you used to have metal, the sort of metal trays that you probably have seen on the prison films where they got sort of they're subdivided. So you have your main and one. Drink on the other, dessert in another. So they're quite big and they're quite dangerous. Okay. Anyway, I was in the queue waiting to be served, and this guy, long hair, big beard, walks in front of me, and I said, "I said, mate, I said, don't join the queue." And he said, "He said, if you don't shut up, he said, this tray is going to go in your mouth." Okay. Well, so <laughs> <laughs> okay. Probably this is one battle I don't want, so I backed off. Anyway, ironically. <laughs> I was doing, I was doing, but I think this has got a he's called John, really nice guy actually. His next you Hells Angels. Stop Angel. saying
1: people's names.
2: Okay, well, that's okay, he's so just called John. Okay.
1: <laughs> like, you were like, oh, this Barry guy. Well, no, he's called John.
2: Okay, i got to, i got to, i got to, because i got to now tell you, I can't say this guy. i can edit guy. it out, it's fine. It's John. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, so he was a collect, he was a debt collector for the Hells Angels. And I said, I said, what would people pay you he said yeah generally when you turn up at someone's front door and stick a shotgun in their wife's mouth they come up <laughs> with the cash they come up with the cash pretty quick yeah. okay <laughs> oh, well okay anyway got fun here because I, I was doing business studies okay and so it was John and I was sat next to John one day and I said I said John so what's what's your you know what are you hoping to do he said I'm, I'm going to open a gym in Bristol I said oh brilliant I said what are you going to do about the competition you know what's your marketing plan you're gonna you know you're going to sort of what what's your advertising what sort of advertising can do he said no my my what i'm going to do is i'm going to burn down every other gym within a 10 mile radius of mine <laughs> i said okay probably don't mention that in the marketing plan mate but yeah i kind of said, he said it'll, take, it's, it'll take the. it'll take the six months to get reestablished. by then i want to take them with their customers i'm thinking never heard that one <laughs> okay in any in any sort of self-help business yeah. guidance book anything like that. But yeah, that's really interesting.
1: <laughs> well did he did he ever do it? Do you know?
2: I don't know. I don't know because then obviously you leave and, and you don't really keep I mean some people keep in touch with them, but the majority of them you don't you don't. So
1: is it like school when you say oh we should keep in touch and then no one ever does?
2: Yeah well some people yeah because you get you obviously you, you get you get really close to people and um and you take their numbers but invariably it's just like it's like you know when I think when you're at school Okay, there's like a month or a year that was like the best year in your life, mm. but you can never recreate that, can you?
1: No, but it must be quite sad when someone goes that you had a good bond with. It is. It really is. It, is.
2: It, it really is, because yeah, because obviously people are leaving, and you there's there's always that apprehension of oh I wish it was me and and lucky bastard and yeah and yeah you get close to people so yeah you, you get you get some it's like anything we you know wherever we go we, we get great mates don't we?
1: Hmm. But why was John only in a C grade? If he sounds like he's done some bad stuff,
2: he was he was actually there for um, I think for murder, and the police used to come and see him every year to try and get the names of the people who actually who um, commissioned or whatever it is the the murder the the because he I think that was basically that was a uh, what's it called where people would pay you pay you to kill someone. But he wouldn't do it, so he wouldn't he wouldn't reveal who the people were, okay, and uh, and but so you start you start off if if you get I don't know for example life or fifteen years you'll start for an A, but then after probably ten years you'll go to maybe a B, then a C, and as you get closer to your release date, you're they put you into a, a more open prison to get you ready for obviously being released. Hmm. And how long? you go through the system. You, you, you wouldn't start off in a C. You'd start or or D. You'd start off in an A, unless you're a low risk prisoner, and then you probably you might go straight to a C or a D.
1: But you'd never been to an A.
2: I no, Chris, no.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what? What? How long was he in for? to I,
2: over fifty. Over fifty. I think he'd done ten years. So really? I can't remember. He, he may have been serving life, but or fifteen years. I can't remember.
1: And what about um so what would a day a day look like in prison? I know you kind of said but in more in detail.
2: Well I think I think there's they they kind of it depends on the prisons, because obviously a B, there'd be there'd be uh they love not the door. Okay, and um and then you kind of you know, you'd you'd do your slop out, so you get rid of your your what you've done overnight i okay, can pour it into slop a special out, sort that of thing it? That's okay isn't it? yeah slop out what's well, not out. they don't you, would, you wouldn't you wouldn't have anymore because every prison now in this country's got toilets and and, and bases in cells so that was back then that was a while ago i know because you you you, you have to take it out every morning so what
1: if you if i wanted to shit in the middle
2: of the night you'd have to go out to sleep well I, I fortunately i didn't okay but um i guess you save that to the day because obviously in the day you go to the toilet okay, okay. But uh but and then then you go and get your breakfast, okay, and then they lock you back in the cell, and then you eat your breakfast and then they come and in take you in the cell. For-
1: you lock it in the you eat it in the cell.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But well, that's only that's only a B. Okay. In the C's and the D's, they have they have dining rooms. Okay, yeah. so you don't you don't eat food in the cells, you eat it in the dining room. Mm. As they as they Season Ds are much more civilised, they're much nicer. So, But season Ds, you've got to get yourself up. So you can have an alarm clock and you have to get yourself up. And you have to get yourself down for breakfast and to work. And if you don't, you get put on a report. So if you decide to stay in bed all day, you're just... Or if you're absent, if you're absent... I think, no, actually, every so many times there's what's called a roll call. So maybe three times a day, four times a day, there'd be a roll call where you have to stand outside your door and they check you're obviously present. Hmm.
1: And how many... What time do you
2: have to wake up? Uh about eight o'clock maybe. Okay. Quite civilized.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but what, you only work, you probably only worked about three or four. It's not you know, it's not this is not hard, it's not a hard life. Working it's not like, what though? Well, as I say, I was in, in the I was doing education uh first of all, and then I was working when I was at Lay Hill, okay, I was working, which is the open prison. I was working on the farm, sorting out potatoes, which was horrible. Okay, I had to do that for like maybe three, four weeks. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then I I was doing computer programming. Okay. And then the second time I was uh, doing carpentry and joinery and business studies. No, business, studies thing, business studies then. The business studies then carpenter joinery is quite hard to get. You have to apply to get a place, okay, with a particular workshops or programs. So you won't get that day one because they've only got so many spaces. So I think I was doing business studies then I did carpentry and joinery.
1: And you have to work on the weekends too.
2: No, I okay. course no. <laughs> no Jesus, I work.
1: I'm Victorian it's, workhouse. It,
2: it, it's, it's it's prison, not the not not like a a chain gang.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's very no, civilized. I can... Um, and then apart from that, with 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 John, what was the scariest experience or the top, you know, few? There must have been some sca- fights or anything.
2: Yeah, well, there's. I when I was in, when I was on Portland, I saw there's a riot. Okay, but I think it was so surreal because we sort of had these. We had a window that people could get out of, so they'd all sort of, they'd all sort of. Come via us and run out of the windows. And there was one point where they were sort of, you know, within this sort of big yard type thing, there were fires, okay, and there were there were fires, okay, in some of the dorms and stuff like that. But we were just amused because obviously we weren't going to get involved. We just were so we sort of onlookers and I wonder what's going on. Oh, look, there's a riot squad over there, okay, fully dressed up, but sort of battering some other prisoners. So, oh, so you know,
1: there's like, other prisoners trying to, it's like, t- scene.
2: it's like TV. Yeah.
1: And you were just walking. Um,
2: no, I don't think I don't think I'm thinking of of it's just not. The, the, I think the the perception is we're so we're so kind of we see so much American type prison stuff, okay, where they portray them to be such scary places. And hey, I'm not saying they're not. I've never been, but they will there was gonna be lots of but then you've got something like what's that women's one we used to watch? Oranges. New yeah, I mean, that's, that's, I think that's a semi open prison. Okay. And that's, that's fairly low key, isn't it? So yeah. that's much, that's much more like a prison than the sort of, the, the sort of hardcore films that you see where they're shanking each other all the time and so on and so forth.
1: It must be like that in the, like the death row ones and the A grade ones, though, no, kind of.
2: I, I guess, I guess that there's, there's, you probably need to be affiliated with a gang, okay, or, or an ethnic minority because that's, but I don't, again, I, don't know. I think most of the majority of people just they're in, they're in there. All they want to do, okay, is mind their own business and not get any trouble. Because obviously, it's it's. I mean, if you're doing life, it's probably academic, okay. But in this country, the last thing you want to do in a prison is get in trouble because you're gonna they're gonna extend your sentence. Or even worse, if you were caught stabbing someone, okay, they're CCTV'd everywhere. Remember. Okay, so if you caught stabbing someone, they would then take you to court and try you for that for that offence, even though it's in prison. And that would go on top of you that would go on top of your current sentence. So it's mental. Everyone wants to get out.
1: I suppose if you're into life, you might you just they're like, oh fuck it, I might as well just No, but
2: life life in prison in, in the UK doesn't mean life. So lifer, again, a lifer definitely won't get out for he's gonna have to be in there for probably fifteen to twenty years before he's released. But he's going through that process, and every year they assess them, and if they think they're going in the right direction, they're, they're decategorised them, so they put them from an A to a B to a C to a D. Okay. So if they're in a C, Jesus, they're close to being released, they're probably two or three years from being released, so they're not going to do anything that will jeopardise um, that, that release. I guess uh, so you go
1: from an A to a C as well, it's like a holiday.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's fantastic, yeah. I think because... I think I, I mean, a friend of mine went to Belmarsh, okay, which is a top security prison, and I think at the time there's a lot of IRA in there, okay, and he said that was that was an awful place. So you know, maybe I'm just lucky because mm. I wouldn't want to I... say I've, I've never been to Category, I've never been to Category A, so I, I it would be unfair for me to say it's just it's a walk in the park and it's all a bed of roses. Yeah, that's just my experience.
1: Sure. Yeah. And what if i went to jail how would you feel if i went to jail or if i was kidding, uh, well go, i
2: wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't i'd, I'd want to know first where you went because that's that there's a, a massive difference in in. so if you went straight to the or, or even Lay Hill or ford okay before I mean is supposed to be what's the ford to be, well I, I can't remember, but it's supposed to be the most prestigious prison in the country. It's where everyone wants to go so all the well, sort of all the top yeah nice, yeah it's, yeah, nice. it's brilliant okay. yeah all the, all, all the top all the top frauders and everything go, they, they fraudsters just go to Ford but um yeah it's got it's got a great reputation it's kind of it's like the it's like the Harvard of prisons. Mm. okay and um so if you had a forward i think well that's okay if you went to lay hill i think well, that's fine
1: you'd be, be proud if anything going kind of no i'd
2: be good. no because the problem is what it does is it it takes away choices as soon as you've got a criminal record of that of that degree it's it's there are so many things that you can't do i mean for mm. example you said i want to go and emigrate to australia you couldn't do that you would okay. couldn't you couldn't emigrate to I and mean, there's probably some countries that they might take you. You couldn't. You couldn't. I mean, not that you uh, um, want to be, but you couldn't be an ambassador. You couldn't work for. You. Pro- I'm not sure you can go to the forces. Yeah, I don't okay. Think I think you can. You couldn't go to the police force. There. Okay. The the military. The the MO, You can't work for the MOD. You can't work for. Uh. You couldn't become an MP. counselor There's countless other things that you couldn't be. So, it, it extremely limits what you can do. Hmm. So it just seems and it's not it's it's i think it's okay it's nothing wrong with it, but liberty's nice being being you know being uh corralled around and being told what to do all the time and limited where you can go okay it's just not we're not made that way
1: hmm. well I'm not planning but, on it if that's any consolation no
2: good, good, that <laughs> would be good i can't i mean and I, I can't think why well, it'd be worth it anyway, so no all
1: right, all right Dad, I think that's all. We've got anything you want to add? No. Good. <laughs> Nothing. When the question's end, you're done, aren't you? Could like, yeah, that <laughs> <would do." laughs> I want to wanna talk. <laughs>
0: right. talk. Well, there it is, episode two of the Daddy Issues podcast, and what an episode it was. Thank you so much for listening, for tuning in. Please subscribe if you haven't already. Sign up to the Patreon for extra bonus content. Thank you and see you next time.